0: You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram,
1: soundcloud.com and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men. No, I don't. Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. Woo! Ooh. Party all the time and we're going to party right here on Loose Cannon Comics tonight. I'm Eric C. And that's where Tony goes. I'm Tony B, I guess.
0: I can't even hear you right now. I'm, I'm, I feel yeah, like we're I'm the in the kidney, same. Uh,
1: we're in the same fucking room.
0: I know. I hear Rick James blast, and I just see your voice going. Blah, 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 blah. So, I am Tony B. In case anybody's I, wondering, I am Tony B. We're brought to you by
1: Taters, uh? Taters, who's not here today, but we're in memory of Tater. But in Tater's place, we have Nigel Fuller. Yes, we have. Hey, what's going on, people? Welcome Stand to the show, up comedian, Did-
2: <laughs> funny man. Did you guys play this song just for me? Like was it <laughs> oh, Was it just like invite a black person and play the only black song I have in my iTunes? Oh, man, I better, I better rush.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, get the 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying CD out. <laughs> oh, me and my buddies used this to is pra- crazy. cruise around in our Honda Civic in 2001 around the uh, good areas and listen to that. Well, uh, speaking of good areas, sure. welcome to the good area, Nigel. Oh, thank you. How's thank life?
2: You? Life is good, man. I can't complain. I, the only thing that I can complain about is that I didn't know the kids were out of school this week. Yeah,
1: yeah, really. That being, uh, but it's a trade off. Either you take your life in your hands going on the Northern State Parkway with Uh, uh, you know 18 year old kids driving, or you don't get stuck behind a bus.
2: eh, Eh, I don't know. I don't know. You know how I know I'm an adult. When I see kids and I get so fucking (laughs) upset that they're around. (laughs) Like I'm so mad that like kids are like I was in the shoes. I was in the sneaker store and I was like, why is there such a line? And why is there so many kids like running around? Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, it's President's Week. They have they have off from school. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in the store
0: today too, touching on the same topic. And there's this woman in there and she has one of those 18 passenger all purpose armored ATV strollers. You know, with room for rations, the dog, a a backpack. And then she's looking at me like, I'm the jerk, so I can't get past her. I'm like, why did you bring your car
2: in the building? 18 past, was she a Duggard? Uh, Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Like, what's going on? You
1: You know when you're getting old is when you don't give a fuck about snow days anymore. Yeah. Snow days. You, I'm
2: like, I'd hope it doesn't snow ever again yeah, in my whole life. I Hate snow. I it that. snowed in Florida, which means that hell can actually freeze over <laughs> if we wanted it to because of global warming.
1: Like today was a little bit of a tease, wasn't it? I was like, ooh, I was like, oh. I'm ready for spring. That's what February is all about. February is like going out with a crazy woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not
2: ready for this. I'm not ready
1: for this. It's too erratic. It's too up and down. Uh, it's it's twenty eight degrees one day and windy, and then it's seventy eight and beautiful the next day. So you really can't lock her down or find out actually what she's gonna do next. So it's only something that
2: lasts very thank God it's the shortest. I, I yeah, but I, I I can't do I can't do seventy degrees in February. Like listen, I'm a a I'm a like a fat guy. So we sweat. <laughs> Anytime yeah, it goes you need past a warm up. 60.
1: You need to get there, yeah. Add a, like, like in doses. You know,
2: yeah. Like I, I like winter because I could wear as much baggy clothes as a pregnant <laughs> teenager trying to hide a belly bump. All right, I want, I, I want to pretend I'm 16 and pregnant for once. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, I,
1: I I hear what you're saying because it's like they just turn the heat on. They just go, you go from the freezer and then they just put you out in the field uh, where it's uh, 88 degrees. Oh, and the best
0: is like, you know, when the summer finally does hit and you haven't been working out for shit all winter and like oh you put God. that first pair of shorts and that wife beater on, and you're like, well, this has been a real disaster.
1: Or when you do six sit-ups in your apartment and you think you're going to be right, ready for the beach for the summer, you're like, all right, I got to yeah. work out. you know. Yeah. And then I do like – you ever seen that commercial? It's about like it's an Activia commercial. The lady does one sit-up and she goes, one. That's like – that's my workout. Just one sit-up couple of push ups and then just head to the beach. You know? I, I've I don't want to get. I've never I never
2: re- watched that Activia commercial. Yogurt makes me fart. <laughs> yeah, I think it's supposed to. Is not it? What? I think it's supposed to. Isn't it? You, to, isn't it? <laughs> well, no. Only
1: the Jamie Lee Curtis shit is supposed to. Like the Activia shit's like for like regularity. And speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, great tits in uh yes. trading places.
2: Yes, great tits in It's places. it's Ophelia. Uh, but why do they need to show her tits? Like I never understood. Because it was the eighties. I know. Do you <laughs> but I mean like I didn't know like did her tits ever show up in Halloween? Because I would expect them in yeah. Halloween. Yeah, but they were wearing or... a costume. Did they show up in True Lies too? <laughs> No, she, she, she refused to take her top off. Take
1: off your clothes and sit on the bed. Do it sexy. Do, do it do, do it, it slow.
2: My name is Michelle. Carl thought you'd like me.
3: No,
1: no. Turn
3: around. Do it do someone. Do it very slowly.
2: <laughs> she refused to. She did that little dance, but yeah. she never took off her clothes. She did that. Like, and that, well, that and dance was legit. And that high... Yeah, wa- the lawnmower? Huh? That dance was <laughs> legit. I'll tell you
1: this, though. It, it, the, the one thing that killed me in that whole scene is that high-waisted thong look. Where they make their vagina it look like it's about two list. feet long. It was a 90s. Well, it's nerd. coming back, and was I it hope a, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't go for it. Well, that you see the girls with the acid-washed jeans that are like six inches above yeah, their that's waist? Really, it's horrible looking. It, it's like, oh, I got these at the Salvation Army, but they really cost 700 bucks at a yeah, shop in like Brooklyn. It's like a white pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't wear something from the guys that men with hats wore during the video.
2: Oh, yeah. my God, men with hats. <laughs> Like I'm 37, where, where are we going? Oh. Where are we going with this men with hats thing? Well,
1: we're, we're gonna go anywhere with this show. <laughs> this show can go anywhere you want. There is like he, that's the thing. Nigel's like he keep like he kept like you know like hinting like oh what's the format? What's yeah, the what are we part? talking about? Yeah, yeah well, we're, we're still you, trying
2: to figure it out too. You'll find out when oh you get God, here, yeah. Nigel. I feel like you guys are gonna <laughs> trap me. Like I felt like it was the end of Pulp Fiction. How did you? get <laughs> <laughs> I got Bruce Willis right here, <laughs> and I got the gimp.
1: the gimp. I don't understand what's going on. Well, the Gimp's sleeping. <laughs> we'll wake him up. Um well actually we can see that Nigel was
2: get on your ass. also we should do we should
1: do a reenactment of pulp fiction. No, no, that. thank you. You can be Ving Rames. Your LA privileges are revoked. Um you know, Yes, they deserve to die. And I hope they burn in hell. I you know that they do the uh he does the Where is the Meats commercial, Ving Rames, right?
2: Arby's, these we have the meats. Yes, that's yeah. Ving yes, Rames that just making
1: him. making that money.
2: Yeah, that's very strange. How do you
1: feel like, though, when I contacted for, like, because my, my mind always goes when somebody that I don't know contacts me for, like, an interview or something, right. my mind goes directly to the worst place on earth. Like like you said, mm-hmm. I'm going to be trapped in their trunk. They want something from me. Like, I got anything to give, but they want something from me. You know, like, just what what was your, your train of thought when, I don't like, know. I, honestly, this random dude just contacts you on Instagram? No, honestly, like,
2: like the you. only time I, I remember you, and I'll be so honest. There was like some kind of exchange we had on Facebook. Political exchange. And and I don't remember what it was. Political
1: exchange alert.
2: I just remember the words lemon tree. And I was so offended because I don't know what the (laughs) fuck a lemon tree is. I've never been to a lemon tree. Well, uh, give, give me give me a little
1: background story. What, what, I don't
2: what, remember what the exchange was. Uh,
1: I think it, it was probably a political. Uh, I don't remember. Exchange. I gave up on that. I retired. I've never. I n- I will never comment on another political post ever because I don't
2: do it anymore. No, no, because you know what? Like, but you, see. Yeah. When you did it, I don't do political shit. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I straddle the fence on everything. I don't, yeah, I, you're not going to hear me talk about it because I'm tired of it. Yeah, like I don't want to hear about this shit. Yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. about Trump. I don't care about Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I don't care about anything. I care about myself. <laughs> yeah. I care about the people around me. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about politics. Well, people get consumed by it. Right. So when you said something, it could have been. There's only like. Two or three things i've ever said about um politics mostly like anything that was going on it had to be either about guns yeah or kaepernick yeah so it was either one of those things
1: well um i i i I don't remember what it was but it was Mm. i what i what i do is i go through about uh, i'm a bartender okay so i'm constantly bombarded with other people's shit needy customers mm-hmm. that talk about this shit 24 hours a day. Then I go on my Facebook and then I just see a laundry list. Like, I can't get and gay Trump Hillary had the documents. And I'm just like, so I finally snap like yeah. like falling down like Michael Douglas from falling down. Oh my God. I walk into Good the movie. I walk into the bodega and I just start rolling prices back to 1969. <laughs> so. I don't remember what the exchange was. I don't but, remember but it gets it gets to a point where it's like that's it and yeah. I have to, I have I have to comment. Or the I people that just leave endless fights like a, on there. It's like
2: an out of body experience. No, I just remember I didn't really say shit everybody else was like yeah it. all right it <laughs> well, goes on for like seven paragraphs this
1: guys just fighting well there was this i the one thing i do remember is, my friend uh, that looks like Alonzo ball lo- oh i i peppered him up and he <laughs> he, he, he yeah, was he like this guy away. was like yeah whatever blah 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 and then i was just like yo lonzo ball chill with it because uh, no one wants to be lonzo ball but uh, is he a big baller, your buddy
2: uh, No, he's not a big he's tall but he's not a big ball but he's not a big baller. <laughs> yeah
1: but is a big baller a good thing because their shoes had like got an that f is, that f is, rating
2: i I would never buy anything from a rookie basketball player. That's not Kobe Bryant.
1: Tony didn't get this in his White Guy <laughs> Weekly. Do you oh, know what okay. big baller
2: brand is? <laughs> that's the guy
0: whose son was uh, accused of stealing from the uh, the sunglasses uh, yes, in China. Yes, in yeah, China. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, I like how to- that's
1: because Tony doesn't watch sports, so okay. that's how right. that's how he he Tony. Links... How can you be
2: named Tony and not watch sports? <laughs> Tony sounds like a guy that watch sports. Yeah. Hey, hey, this is a hey, first time caller, long time listener. Hey, My name hey. is Tony from hey, Massachusetts.
1: Uh how you doing there Tony? Uh, this is uh, uh Mad Dog. First of all, it was Charles Joe Jackson back in 1968, <laughs> okay? It was uh, first and third, okay? Uh, but Tony doesn't. I like that about Tony. Though. Okay, that's a good contrast. You know? That
0: happens a lot of times. Like I'll be someplace and somebody will be like, hey, "You believe uh, you know Jim Johnson went twenty-three and four this week against the, the Padres?" And he's going. So I'm like, I'm like looking for my pepper spray. I'm like, so like "Why are you doing this?" I'm like I don't know anything yeah. about this stuff.
1: So the big baller brand got an F rating in the, for the Better Business it's, Bureau. It's, it's, it's shit. So, but when they yeah, apparently what happened though, the greatest part of this story mm-hmm. is <laughs> so people are complaining because. Their big baller shoes were falling apart. Oh, so the quality—they're like cheap as fuck, but they're like five hundred bucks. Oh, yes, Jesus they're
2: expensive.
1: They're oh, <laughs> trying to be like easy, so and they look like Payless shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. They aren't five hundred. bucks. It looks bucks. like the shoes you, uh, the Marberries, the Starberries used to get from Steve, uh, Stephen, Stephen Barry's. Barry, yeah, I had those for three years. They were great. Did you? Oh, I man. had like twenty-eight uh, brick shots in one game with those things. It was oh, awesome. Man.
2: They look like substitute math teacher shoes. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know those black shoes that they couldn't really afford, like real shoes. So they're just eh. walking around, yeah. The no-slip bottoms. He's trying to. It's like Seinfeld first season, white shirt.
1: So they give they give uh, this one guy emails them back saying that his shoes falling apart. Yeah. Literally, Lonzo Ball emails him back. You must not be a big baller then. That was their response to his shoe being in like, shitty I'm not. shape. Give me a refund. You must not be a big baller then. Yeah. You, you uh, gotta yeah, got to feel he's the, the ultimate troll for I, you. Yeah, I,
2: he just does that just to, I don't know.
1: I like the, the one thing about uh, about him was that uh, I liked an interview that he said is that uh, he goes, you know, f- when all the recruits from college, they go to talk to young black kids who are mm-hmm. the best athletes in the, in the in the country. And who are they talking to? They're talking to the aunt. They're talking to grandma. Finally, there's a father here that's watched out after and his I kids. I that. And and you know and he's like I'm here and now everyone's got a problem with that. He's a douchebag. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like he brings up a really good point because he is there in their lives and now people like you know it's like he is kind of like running a mill with his kids though, don't I, you think?
2: He, I honestly, like I've had a dad and that shit is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. On, depends I mean, that's on which not one. Fun. You- <laughs> like I got two dads. Like you know this shit is not fun. Like I got a father and stepfather. Like you know they like. I if I had a dad like Lonzo Ball, I'd fucking punch him in the face as soon as I was old enough to. As soon, you know that you know that age when you could really fight your dad. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When no, no,
1: when you get
0: sixteen, yeah. you're like, all right,
2: let's go. Yeah. Maybe
0: maybe I'm not grounded. Yeah,
2: yeah. I had that moment once, and my stepfather punched the shit out of me. Oh, he Jesus. had rings on too. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I did that to Kev Senior one time. My dad, and uh, yeah, it didn't work out too good. You yeah. know. Does the public bathroom situation have you a little confused and angry? Well, those days are over thanks to Poober. Poober's the first revolutionary app that you can use with your tablet or smartphone that sends a trans-neutral bathroom directly to your location.
0: I can't believe this restaurant doesn't have a bathroom that's right for me. This place is in the stone age. No problem, I've
1: got Poober coming. And remember, Poober's lean, green, biodegradable, and
2: trans Portable
1: pooper changing the way you take a
2: shit. Yeah. I had, I had, um, Mason logos. Uh, no, my- negative. That's over. Let them die. That
1: <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> by the way, this is, this is my dad. Oh, he calls up the show and these voicemails.
4: Uh, uh, no negative. That's over. Let them die. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: That's about people camping and getting stuck oh, up on mountains oh, and people I, having to spend money on going I to rescue was,
2: them. I thought it was about school shooting. I was <laughs> scared. Oh,
1: uh, I, so do we want it? Do we want to go there? Do we want to? Well, eat? I had a uh, friend you know.
2: that died in that, so I don't know if you want to go through that. No, no. In I this it, one? I, 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 I it wouldn't make happen. light.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. I'm sorry to no, hear no, about I'll, that.
2: I'll talk about it. I don't have a problem. No, the guy... Um, one of the teachers that uh, was in the, you know... The football coach. Right. Not the football coach. There was three teachers. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the teachers. His name's Scott Beagle. The guy's a hero. Yeah, I've heard about um, that guy. Everybody from my, my graduating class just, you know, just keeps... It's, I got to deal with this stuff every day about, like, them saying something about it and talking to school superintendents. But basically, uh, he went to Half Hollow Hills, and I graduated with him. And, uh, yeah, he's no longer with us. Jesus man. Christ. It's, it's sad because you wake up because, like... You know, it happened. Like this happened on, you know, uh, what Valentine's Day, and yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really think about it because I'm like, okay, it's so another school shooting. I'm like, this stuff happens. Nobody's doing anything about it. Nobody has done, especially after Sandy Hook. You know, you don't want this to to take your day down. So. I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to watch this because I, I know it's going to be sad. And two you days don't,
1: later. Yeah, you really don't know. Like, you already know what happened. Yeah. So you don't need. I just, don't
2: need. I just know that the school shooting, that's sad, but I don't need to watch this right now. Yeah. You know, and then uh, I'm on Facebook Friday morning and I'm like, Scott Beagle passed away. R.I.P. Scott. And I'm like, yo. You know, it really hits home, like when you like really look at it, and like yeah, there's a sure. mass shooting, yeah, yeah. and this is like the the twelfth one in like twelve years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's um, you know, it's it's fucked up, and I don't, you know, like uh, I'm sorry for your your friend uh, being yeah. losing his life there, and something definitely has to be done. And I was uh, I was thinking all this week, like I was I uh, was thinking to myself, I was like, why am I so? I am pro gun. I do shoot guns. Right. Okay. And but I was thinking, I'm like, why am I so reticent to give up an AR-15? Like, Do you
2: have AR-15s? I like, don't have the, one. I have friends. What's friend, the deal with it? Yeah. I have
1: friends that have one. That I have to admit, I, they're 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 fun to shoot. I, and I, I mean, yes, they I are. I don't mean to make listen. I don't mean to make you no, know no, light we, of the situation I'm good, or anything. I'm good, yeah. But like, I'm just saying for the general public because right. it's like I don't want to be like, hey, guns are fun to shoot. Like in this, you know, in no, this I've scope. shot
2: guns before.
1: Yeah, but right. they, it's fun for about an hour. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I just, I'm like one of those, like in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. and I know there's like a 97.6 percent chance it will never happen. But what? I'm like, I'm one of those, like I got a, I got like revolutionary dude in my body where I'm like, you know, if the government ever tries to take us over, I mean, there's nothing that we could do against F-16s and Boston Dynamic robots. I, I know.
2: Listen, the government already has Terminators. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Cyber I know. Nine is here, but Skynet you, is here. But do
1: it. Yeah, I know Skynet. It, it already went live. But like, do you think? <laughs>
2: Am I crazy for thinking that? You're not crazy for thinking that. I think the I think the thing is and, and you know people always say we're trying to take the guns, we're trying to take the guns. It's not about trying to take the guns. I mean, I feel that you know there are mentally unstable people around. Yeah. And the problem is is that we don't have proper uh, background checks for this. Not every state has the same background. Check. Yeah. You know, like I have a friend that just went to a gun show and he can just get a gun. Like, the, the same yeah, day. the loophole. Yeah, that's yeah, where the big straw loopholes, loopholes are. are, too, which you are know, down in Pennsylvania. Right. I know a lot
1: of people that do that. I mean, yeah, a lot and of and people do And that's my it.
2: issue. Yeah. And I feel that AR-15s are excessive.
0: What do you feel about like the prevalence of psychotropic drugs and experimental psychotropic drugs in society and the uh, consequences thereof? Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) No, but all the guys, all the well, this is what he's saying with the mental health
1: thing is like a lot of, um, I I remember back in the, uh, I don't remember, I watched Mm -hmm. it, but back in the 70s, Geraldo busted up this uh, mental health care facility over in Staten Island, I Uh forget what the name of the place was, Mm. horrendous conditions, and they were like, we really need to reevaluate, so they started letting a lot more people that had mental illnesses out in the general public by, by heavily medicating them. Um, this guy was obviously a nut. Most mm-hmm. of the shooters, um, Colorado, Columbine, go down the list, they're all on uh, psychotropic drugs. okay They're all on heavily heavily meds. But what you said is I mm-hmm. think what I think is as I think there should be the New York rules across the country where it's so. almost impossible to get a handgun right you know AK- ak-47s are done, but like my, my buddy has a 50cal sniper rifle that I've shot before mm-hmm. too. There's, like, you know, people go, well, why do you need that? But why do you need a Porsche that goes 250 if the speed like limit's 70? I'll put it to you like
2: this. I have, I have a cousin, right? My cousin is in – he was uh, in the – um, I think he was in the Army. He's in yeah. the Army, right? Uh, 20 years he's been in the Army. He's bipolar. And sometimes he goes off his meds. Yeah. So we have a highly trained person who goes off their meds, and they know how to shoot every type of gun. Yep, that's kind of scary. Yeah, I don't, can be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, he lives in South Carolina. He always finds his way back to back to New York. Nobody, it, nobody in the family lives up here. Like his his mother and father don't live up here anymore. They live in South Carolina, but he always finds his way back up here, and he always gives me a call.
0: When I was in a, I took a psychology class one yeah. time, and the story was the professor would say, in the in the psychology field, the way they determine that you're cured mm-hmm. is when your insurance runs out. Because <laughs> uh-huh. you see, a lot of the homeless in the city, yeah. a lot of these people are people with serious mental illnesses and they're just right. running amok.
1: Well, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, w- I was thinking about it because me and my girlfriend had a conversation about it. <clears throat> and, you know, that's what the woman hits you up with. She goes, Why? Mm-hmm. they like, I guess, you know, when they turn into a six year old, they go, yeah. Why? And, he, oh, well, well I, I feel that way. Right. Well, but. But why? And, uh, oh, and it's like feelings, feelings detected, feelings coming to the surface, do not want to share, <laughs> shut down. And it's like, bleh. no, I just, uh, you know, uh, and, to, and everyone yeah. goes home defense. Listen, unless there's a mafia hit squad coming from you, it's not the best to have an AR-15 in a small apartment. Yeah, You want a handgun.
2: How? But see, here's my thing. How many self-defense cases are there in the U.S. every year? Yeah. You. But do you want to be that guy? I don't I don't when mean four I don't people rushing to your house. Yeah, so I'm, listen, I could be like L.O. Cool J and just beat the guy up. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> here's he the problem he, with he the was AR-15. doing
1: Tybo while licking his lips. He's a serious karate
0: man. Yeah, he is. Here's he is. the problem with the AR-15. The AR-15 is a long a long rifle weapon. It's a medium to somewhat long-range weapon. Right. Semi-auto, of course. But if you want a weapon for more of an enclosed situation and somebody who's better shotgun. versed in military situations than myself would say, right. you're going either submachine gun or you're going tactical semi-automatic shotgun with an extended magazine.
2: Well, yeah, my question my question is is that if if these guns are for hunting, what the fuck are you hunting with? Uh, yeah, what are you machine?
1: exploding <laughs> with? You can you can shoot through six goddamn deers with one of those. I know. Things. And yo, and I'll tell you this: by shooting one of those things, mm-hmm. easy to operate. Oh, they, they made it. Guy. They made it. I mean, they made it dummy proof. Right. It's it's really tough. I mean, you you pick it up, you're rocket, you're ready to go. So, and it's like, and the first time it shot an AR-15, yeah. I, I picked it up and it was like, Bing, 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 and I'm like, Oh shit! I just hit this, I hit the target. Like, and I I'm not the best shot in the world, but
2: I hit the target five Listen, at eight I'm times. I'm black. I'm not the best shot either. <laughs> do, you hold hold AR, old shit yeah, do you hold your AR sideways? Yeah, you hold your AR 15 sideways? Did you to say hear that. about that? Did you? There was like, a DMX was in Arkansas or like or Arizona. He was in Arizona. Yeah. And they were showing all his neighbors, and they said, Oh, that goddamn early! Always trying to shoot the gun sideways. That's great. <laughs>
1: One of my favorite DMX stories is when he tried to uh, be a waiter at the TGIF Fridays in Westbury. Okay. And he was high on crack. And they were they were short staffed and uh-huh. he wasn't employed there. He jumped he got a uniform and he started taking orders and he was like barking like a dog. I Why no shit. Is doing
2: this? He's That's like, not the first time that he's in- impersonated somebody. He like, loves impersonating he's FBI like undercover agents. Boss.
1: Well he's like, Where's Jet Lee? He's <laughs> undercover boss.
0: Apparently he lives near somebody my friend knows. Oh, and girl. like the guy was down there at my friend's house. Yeah. Or his friend's house. And a guy pulls up, and he's like on a like a, you know, quad or whatever. Right. And he's like, oh, is Sam here or whatever? And the guy's like,
1: no. He's like, all right, tell him Earl came by. this is just mad his name is Earl. <laughs> his real name's Earl? Yeah,
2: his real name's oh. Earl. So My he got arrested
1: for impersonating a waiter. Yeah. Which I didn't even know was a, he's got a, a crime.
2: He's got arrested for everything. In
1: but the, like the weirdest shit. Yeah. Like he's like the avant-garde of his class with, with arrests. I
2: think he likes jail. You can hear that in his music.
1: Well, he, he wants no. He keeps getting thrown in jail to get his new album. You know. Hey, hey
2: listen, you got him sell records somehow, right? <laughs> Inspirations all got over the 50 place. Fifty Cent got shot. Uh, Kanye West had to had to get into a car crash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Biggie had to die. Everybody's got their angle. You know. Tupac had to have beef and get his shot. I mean, come on. Well,
1: Biggie had to die for Puff Daddy to have a career. Big Pun had well, to die Bi- for Fat
2: Joe had to have a well, career. See, Biggie was ready to die. Fat Joe <laughs> ready. To- <laughs> <laughs> fat Fat I mean the whole thing With Big Pun Do you know Big Pun Was 700 pounds When oh he passed away sakes. That's a like huge pun 700 pounds 700 pounds Ooh. Imagine how much Of the terror squad You have to get To hold that up. Terror chips. That was like The Walter Hudson of rap Oh my god Like seriously Is
1: he another guy That they buried In a piano case that no. was always the thing. No. Really, like extremely big guys. they were like, yeah, they buried him in a piano case. No, they, cre-
2: oh. they cremated
0: him.
1: It is true. They'll cut That's you out of the house. A lot of cremation, dude.
0: They will cut you out of the house if they have to. Yeah.
2: That's it. You out of the will come and cut the They'll wall cut the down take you down, down. out of the yeah. side of the house. I never
1: get cut out of the house.
2: I it's right. my 600-pound life with, with Big Pun. <laughs> I wash myself with a rag on a stick. Dead in the middle of Little Italy, Little did we know oh, we riddled to... Dead in the middle of Little Italy, little, little, little did we know that we riddled to
4: middle who didn't do diddly. Here be a cold game, how the day take yeah, Big man, Pun.
1: Didn't do diddly. Big Pun was just... Uh, but there was always... You actually do a pretty... Uh, do that What's song big? justice. Oh, yes. But there is always that one guy... You're around our age. There was always that yeah, one guy back at the party that tried to do the rap. And never he gets three words. at little Oh, hold on. Let me do it again. I'm Big Bubba. Welcome to Big Bubba's
5: Barbecue. Come on in. This summer, we got more deals than a three-armed gypsy. Our Big Bubba boobios. $3.99. Then we got our barbecue canned clams. $4.50. And for you guys with a big hunger, we got our barbecue jam sandwich, five ninety nine. dollars We got rides for the kids, $6.99. Or I sleep with your wife, dealer's choice.
4: <laughs> Checkers, do you fart again?
5: Don't take my word for it. Let's hear the critics. Oh, damn, that's just a good rub. What's in that rub? Big Bubba, what's in that rub? What's in that rub, Big what's in that rub, Big Bubba? What's in that rub, Big Bubba? What's in that rub? We got Weigh Your Wife Wednesdays. Bring her down. She pays what she weighs. We got Food Stamp Fridays. So come on down. We'll shoot the shit. And remember, you can't lick your old Uncle Bubba. Come on
1: down and see Checkers.
2: Yeah, let's talk about this. Because this had me dying. Did you watch this one yeah, live? Yeah, like
1: visit. Star-Spangled Banner is an acclaimed singer, songwriter, actress, and eight-time... Why do they you always get the guy from Meteor Man to be the public announcer nowadays? You ever notice that? Who's
2: the guy from Meteor Man?
1: One hey, of the dudes, not like, uh, who was the, uh, Tommy Davidson was the uh, original Meteor, uh, Meteor Man, right? No, he
2: wasn't. It was Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend, that's yeah. what it was. It was like his side. With him on, on it picture. was like
1: J5 from Blank Man. Grammy Speed Award winner five. from Hacienda Heights, California... Fergie. Fergie. Where did they
2: find her?
1: A uh, former crackhead, Fergie. It's like a dirty name, doesn't it? Fergie.
2: I haven't heard of Fergie since 2005. You're probably not going to hear her Dude, again. Dude, they could have
1: got Am to play his armpit better than this.
2: Listen, her, her, her lyrics were 3,000 and late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see. Why does this feel like the Can first week of American you Idol? you see?
1: I'm sorry, you're disgusting. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> why is she doing the Marilyn Monroe, Mr President? I don't know.
4: By the job her voice basically it What
1: the hell's going on out here? Uh, you, what? Yeah. What? What's What's going on? Is it me feeling a <laughs> little tingle downstairs?
2: Half, half, half a chub, half a chub. She half sounds a chub. like a drunken single mom. She does. She's, hey,
0: you kids want to come inside? and Have a sandwich. She, she sounds she's, like
2: that aunt that had too much of the bar. She sounds <laughs> like she sounds like the
1: drunk aunt at 11 p.m. at karaoke night who's throwing the cock hook through the bar. Yeah, she,
2: I, she had too many woo woos. <laughs> Chocolate what's mudslides. So round,
5: lay way, <laughs> hey, oh my god. At the twi- lights, lights everybody
2: great. is
1: laughing at her. Steph Curry's trying to good keep us tight. Everybody's trying to keep us tight. Here's my bright. problem, though. Here's my problem. Yeah.
2: So she rehearsed this. Oh, God. <laughs> and she didn't like it when she rehearsed it. Do we know she's not drunk? She's <laughs> she, like, she rehearsed
1: this, man. Yeah, but that's like my stand-up, and I still get on stage. I'm you like, know. I don't think this is good, guys. Like, get up there.
2: They're like, yeah, that wasn't good. She rehearsed it And it sounded like that
1: Yeah and she's like yeah this is good let's do it I mean but do you think that like in some kind of uh, Fucked up way she's got more publicity like any good, any news Listen, is good we, news? Haven't,
2: we haven't talked about Fergie since London Bridge has fallen down. <laughs> yeah, and we, we haven't have talked about the thing. NBA All Star game
1: since it was held in New York and Hakeem Olajuwon was playing in it.
2: True, true. Actually, I did go when it was in New York a couple years ago. Oh, how was it? It was. It was not bad. Well, I went to the celebrity game. How much is a ticket for the celebrity game? Uh, I got them free because uh, somebody bought them for me for my birthday. Boom, boom. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, I try. That's but awesome. you know what? She wasn't the worst. I don't know if you know this, there's a clip of Carl Lewis singing the national anthem. And there's like it's on YouTube. It's Carl Lewis. And in the middle of it, he goes, Uh oh. <laughs> he messes up and he says, I'm really gonna get you on his last note. I think you should play the one with the uh they have the highlights from from ESPN. It's pretty bad when Roseanne Barr's like,
0: You were worse than I am.
1: All right, so let's. uh, Carl
2: Carl Lewis. Lewis. Carl Lewis is pretty bad.
1: Well, you know what the best thing about Carl Lewis is—he could have ran out of the building fast after he fucking pumped. By the way, Carl Lewis was an amazing athlete in the eighties. Oh, he knows that. He
2: he got that. It's (laughs) it's not sports. It's not real sports. (laughs) I mean, I, I ran track also. Look the only at reason it. the other knows another track guy is because he lopped his cock
1: off. All right, here we oh, go. Carl Lewis, Lewis was the guy in the, uh, the Olympics in the Germany, right? I thought it was. I, you know Am what wrong? I was thinking about? Carl Winslow the whole time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I literally was. I loved him in Die Hard. In one of his movies. This sh- they're turning Nakatomi into Swiss cheese. So
2: A man's got to know his limitations. Carl Lewis apparently didn't see the movie. If his rendition of the Star Spangled Banner prior to the nets Bulls game last night is any indication, as a public service, we present now only excerpts. Ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. All right, are we all ready? All
1: right, first of all, uh, Carl Lewis is dressed like he's one of the bad guys from Dick Tracy.
2: He's dressed like
1: Benedict in Last Action Hero.
2: By all means, would arterial
1: red <laughs> suit you? Tony, Tony, if you borrowed that outfit, you could run the Starship Enterprise. It's
0: yeah. a It's a 180, you schmuck. If we get a 360, we'd be right back where we started
1: from.
2: He borrowed that jacket from Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> by,
1: by the way, House,
2: House Guest is one of my favorite
1: House movies. House is one of my favorite movies. Does that movies not as well? make you want to have McDonald's immediately? Oh, yes, it does.
0: This is oh, the Shazam nobody and... wants to remember.
2: <laughs> I love Sinbad. Oh!
1: Oh, but he just like, he wasn't even trying to just get it started. He's like already putting panache on it as he, soon as it
0: starts. You got it from the diaphragm. It's sounds like the oh, beginning of that Tarzan boy song. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Sounds oh, like he's about oh. to sing Deo.
3: Oh say
4: can you see And the Rockets? the <laughs> Oh my god. And the oh. Red Rockets the
2: game. I'm he said, wait, you. got to get what he said. Oh, you got to get what Derek, he said.
1: Derek Coleman <laughs> is just covering his face. He, Derek Coleman No, I a, think that
2: was Charles Barkley covering his face. My oh. red rocket burst. Oh. It might oh. be. I knew my old school
1: New Jersey Nets. Check oh. it out. Oh, it was, oh, it was the Nets. Okay. Oh, you, 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 oh, yeah,
2: I can't see, oh. Man can't see anything. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was Charles Barkley.
3: Oh say, can
4: you see
2: there and the goes.
4: Rockets?
2: Oh. Listen what he says.
4: Uh oh, I'll make up for
2: it now. <laughs> it's like me at
0: karaoke. Oh,
2: <laughs> the He said, uh oh, I'll make up for it. now. now. Uh
1: oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> if you're singing, the only time you should say uh oh is like when you miss the ball taking a piss. You know, like uh oh. I do not even say it then. Uh oh. Like, that, you, that's you never want to hear somebody the singing the national anthem say that performing a surgery on you yeah. say that? Yeah. You know, or a circumcision. My, one my, or
2: issue, my issue is that Trump didn't say a word about <laughs> this whole thing with Fergie. Oh, give him time. He, you he, know...
0: I can't believe Fergie's national. It was really, really terrible. But I was waiting right, that night.
2: Like, I actually, fo- I've never followed him before. I actually followed him that night. I went to his page to find the tweets about Fergie. He talks about everyone else. He talks yeah. about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger on The Apprentice. He talks about everybody else. Yeah, everybody. But not Fergie. Fergie's
0: national anthem was so bad, I actually wish the British had won the revolution.
2: (laughs) No, you know what's funny? I heard somebody say this on Twitter that like Fergie's national anthem was so bad that Kaepernick actually stood up.
1: Uh, When I contacted uh, Nigel the first time, though, Uh he was like, "This ain't no affirmative action, like Black History Month shit." Did I? Did I say that? (laughs) No, I I knew it was going to be great as soon. (laughs) I knew it was going to be great as soon as uh, as soon as you said that.
2: Sometimes people, man. Sometimes people want to interview me. And they don't know shit about me, <laughs> and it's like the, the weirdest conversation. Oh, now he's playing Glory.
1: <laughs> I love Glory is one of my favorite movies of all time. I have a question. Yeah. Are you offended at all that Black History Month is the shortest month out of the year? Uh, Today? Be honest,
2: you guys get the other eleven months. <laughs> I should be I should be more mad about that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's a very glass is half empty, half yeah, full kind
1: yeah. of aspect to that. You I know, like that. I don't give a fuck about the 28 days. Like, I I always found that really funny is when people were like, imagine if we made a white network. It's like every other network
2: no, other than the BET network the, the or upn nuts. The funny thing is if there were more black history months, quote unquote, yeah. White people would be saying the same thing black people would be saying. They'd be like, oh, man, they're not giving us anything, man. (laughs) We're losing out here. First they took our jobs, now they're taking our months. Exactly.
5: I'm enjoying my motherfucking life. That's all I'm saying. I advise you to do the same. Do shit that make you happy. Go out and get you some white friends. Get you some white motherfucking friends. You ain't gotta sleep with them, but you gonna need them motherfuckers. If you go to jail and call your nigga friends, these motherfuckers will interrogate you more than the goddamn police did. (laughs) They had your ass on the phone. Where the fuck was you at? What the fuck was you doing? Why the fuck you ain't called me? Not your white friends, them motherfuckers will be there by the time you hang up the phone and they'll be madder than you. Just what the fuck did he do? (laughs) Murder, murdered who? Look, I fucking known him for two weeks. He wouldn't fucking do something like that. (laughs) Gotta love white people. I don't give a fuck what you say. White people are friendly. You can call them motherfuckers up at three o'clock in the morning with the wrong number and they won't even be mad at you. They just, hello? No, I'm sorry, no Shaquita here. Well, what number did you dial? <laughs> no, it's a nine, not a seven. We'll try it. If it doesn't work, call me back. We'll figure this thing out.
1: <laughs> did you guys hear that the Russian curling team was caught doping? Yes, yeah. I heard about that.
0: When you need that extra bit of strength to slide a smooth piece of you know, stone across ice, and do you
1: need to dope to sweep up your living room? I, I thought mean, they had Colossus on that team. I actually had to dope up to watch that <laughs> curling thing.
2: I was waiting to see if it was actually going to work or not.
1: Russian <laughs> but, curling but the medalist.
2: La- oh, I got it.
1: <laughs> Alexander Krasilnitsky. Charged with a doping offense at Pyeongchang. The court saying it has initiated a procedure. I he won bronze happens. in the mixed doubles event along with his wife. That's right. Mixed doubles in what event? Curling curling oh. you're gonna and sh- they have mixed up dub- doubles and curling is this tennis also so being charged curling, for murder for the boring way, the audience to I'm, death. I'm like I'm like do extremely you ever see black. Do You ever see that shit uh, <laughs> uh, in the Olympics. The only time that anybody cares about it. They go around in the Olympics and they uh, they, they sweep the ice and they throw a big ball. Literally, yeah. the cement ball out that they yeah. slide and they have oh, to get in. what curling They have to get in the zone. It's like bocce ball okay. on ice.
2: I don't know I'm what bocce sorry. ball yeah. is, but I, I know. Bocce ball is an old school. You ever see everybody. Old school Italian
1: thing. I know. Yeah, old school yeah. Italian. This and is
0: ridiculous, dude. If you did this in the hallway, it's called cleaning.
1: <laughs> 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 Anything that you can smoke while doing this shouldn't need, be an Olympic sport. I guess you could smoke on the downhill, but it might be a little hard to light. It. I
2: mean, Michael Phelps smokes. I mean, you know.
1: Well, he smokes pot. He doesn't smoke like Marlboro Reds. You know.
2: I mean, you don't know his life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah. You're exactly
1: right, though. You don't I, know do his you see life. How, did you see how quickly I stood up? There? I was yeah, like, Michael Phelps
2: yeah.
0: does not smoke Marlboro. Hey, listen, bro. you know what? If you smoke pot, but you swim across the Atlantic to get it from Holland. I think you have a right to make. Your yeah. own decisions. I don't I
1: don't eh. I don't think the old pot harms your uh, I, I, don't, I never knew that. But everyone's like, oh, you know, pot pot doesn't give you cancer and stuff. But it's like you ever seen the inside of your bowl? yeah I think about that sometimes too what's going on inside the old lungs then like oh it just you know it just goes away I think you have to alter the cannabinoids for them to be uh, beneficial please uh, go on my creation let me get my (laughs) let me get my thesaurus out real quick (laughs) I
0: love how they're always like you know we gotta find a way to get the health benefits out of THC without the high it's like yeah that's great why would you, you know, want to do that? Yeah, you know, that's my way to keep close yeah, on. I want to analyze how my it.
1: whole family's going to pass away at 3 a.m. Why? Why take the psychotropic uh,
2: aspect out of it? You know, those Cheech and Chong movies made me want to do it. Oh my God, <laughs> Cheech and Chong! Dude. Nice dreams. You remember? Uh, <laughs> do you ever
1: see uh, when Cheech and Chong they did that shoelace line of, coca- of uh, Ajax, and when they thought it was blow? I, oh man, it, <laughs> this guy this guy does a gagger of Ajax. Oh my God, and he's. Uh, just out for the rest of the like, movie. hey Holmes, that
0: was Ajax. Yes, well, you, hey, man. you heard about the Tide Pods thing, right? Oh my God! You hear about the guy who vaped
1: the Tide Pod? Why are kids uh, doing this? Why people? Why do people vape? You're asking me. I just saw this asshole walk down the street with a VCR with a fucking with a dick hole on it, and it was a vape gun.
2: <laughs> <What>? uh-uh. <laughs> it wasn't a crack a VCR. It looked, it, like a a crack VH, it looked
1: like a VHS tape with it yeah. with a stem on it. Like you, you blow a lightsaber. It looks like a dead man switch. All right,
2: I, I got this little story. This happened to me before the podcast when I was telling you about the kids and I couldn't stand them. Right. I went to Wendy's and I had to use the bathroom. So I'm, like, waiting to use the bathroom, and, like, you know, it's locked. So I'm like, okay, fine, it's locked. All of a sudden, they op- these kids open up the door, and I see smoke coming from their fucking <laughs> their mouths, and they look guilty. And I'm like, were they fucking? And they just had a smoke afterwards? Oh, like what's going on? Like I, I believe they were vaping. He had his little vape pen and he just put it away. And I'm like, oh my god, what is going on? It's the future, man. It's scary.
1: Well, you know when you get old, Skynet. when people are trying to hide stuff from you, like you're like you're you're the fuzz or something. You yeah, know? yeah. It's 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 not a good luck. You know? I, I should
2: I should have flashed him my wallet. <laughs>
1: you show him your, your BJ's card. You're like, just- all right, everybody on the deck. <laughs>
2: It's a new sheriff in town. His new name's sheriff Reggie in town. Hammond.
1: What are you guys doing on that? So why don't you um tell us a little bit about About me? You. Um we have we have some credits here. yeah little this, credits. This, this is not my IMDB, is it? Um, I don't You know what? It's I don't know what it is. I probably wrote
2: it in a daze. Okay. Um Your credits include True T V? Yeah, I'm on I uh, Hack My Life on True TV. Oh, very I, nice. I did, I did an episode of, of that. We got Fox here. Yeah, I did. I did. Um,
1: you were a correspondent for Fox News, right? No, no, no. I
2: did. I did a uh, a documentary on a Who shot Biggie and Tupac. I played Tupac.
1: <laughs> yeah, I could see that resemblance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All eyes on me.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, The Get Down. Yes, Netflix is The Get Down. How was uh How was filming that? It was actually cool. I um I did like about. I was only on there for a couple. I did a whole week on The Get Down. Yeah. I got to meet everybody. Um. It was nice. It was cool. My parts really short and there's reason's why, but it is what it is. Yeah. But um yeah, it was cool to meet everybody. I got to meet Grandmaster Flash. I got to meet, you That's know, cool. uh, Nelson George, who I'm a big fan of. I don't know if you know Nelson George. I do you know? not. Uh he's he used to be a collaborator with Chris Rock for a long time. He used to okay. write for He's the guy behind the guy. Uh, no, but he used to write like for like Rolling Stone and like Okay. Uh, his claim to fame was writing a, a biography of Michael Jackson while Thriller was out. Like he wrote, like it was a big time book. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's directed a whole bunch of other stuff. But it was cool to see him, um, you know. And Will Smith's kid is on the show, so I mean, come on. Can't win them all. Yeah. You know. <laughs> 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 and also, I'm in. Uh, I'm in this new movie's coming. I believe it's coming out on Netflix next month. That's what I hear. Uh, it's called Roxanne Roxanne, where I play uh, Marquis. Cool. No shit. Yeah. Nice, man. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. I try. <laughs> how long you been? How long you been acting for? Uh, I, I, just, I. My first time I got on TV was probably acting. Probably 2010, 2011. So when did you start doing stand up comedy? <laughs> hey, you don't want to know that story. <laughs> oh, we bear all here. Oh, oh please, we do. We would love right, to know. It's, it's a long, convoluted story. Well,
1: you know, you had cliff notes in high school.
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah, so, so we're gonna. gonna I'll try notes. and. I'll try and cliff note. We'll edit the boring parts out. Don't worry. Yeah. So basically, um, when I started taking my first time on stage was two thousand and three. Okay. My first time t- when I started taking it seriously it was probably around two thousand nine, 2010, something like that. So in between that, uh, what happened? My story is this: uh, I was I got on the comedy scene around two thousand and two. My mm-hmm. friend wanted to become a comedian. I acted like I was his manager to get him on. Um, and ironically, the first person that we got to meet was Lisa Lampanelli. Okay. And oh, sure. yeah. But she used to do a bringer, a 15-person bringer at Caroline's. So my friend, we don't know anything about Lisa Lampinelli, Brand new to the scene, he brings his whole church.
1: Oh, Jesus.
2: So a whole bunch of black people, old black ladies, going to a Lisa Lampinelli show where she's talking about pussy, 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 black dick, black dick, black dick. (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't know how many times we prayed on the way back to Long Island? (laughs) ha. (laughs) <laughs> Pulled out Bibles and everything. Did they laugh? Oh my god, they laughed, but they didn't want to laugh. <laughs> on the on the car ride home, everyone's like, Now we're
1: gonna flush that out of our minds. God loves you, everything is fine.
2: <laughs> I could imagine them going up oh, yeah. church
1: like good old good old church ladies too. Uh, like it was church 70 ladies. year eighty church ladies. They had lady. the
2: hats on and everything, like it was oh, crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you um I'll tell you a little story about yeah. the first time I did stand up um i well, was I, think I, know. This is I was 18 college. okay and i did it at the brokerage okay so um i took a little hiatus in between uh we all took hiatus well like well what did you do the same thing i did like it's like what i did in high school i didn't study for the test and then i thought i can get on stage and just pass the test but you fail miserably Kinda. You know?
2: like my first time on stage was horrible it was at the boston comedy club and it was like really bad in new york there was a boston Comedy club, okay like, yeah and it was really bad and then six months later i ended up on tv Oh, shit. <laughs> How did you start it on TV? Um, well, originally, that story goes back to high school. I used to intern for a BET. Okay. And uh, I used to work for, like, 106 and Park and stuff like that. Oh, nice. And, um, I used to do, like, concerts, rap concerts. Very cool. So cool. So, you know, I've met Bust Rhymes and, like, DMX and all these other people. Nice. And And uh, what happened was I wanted to get in front of the camera. So... The first time I did stand-up was in 2003. I had like a little group that we used to do, like stand-up skits and stuff like that. And we ended up on BET end of 2003. So it was like six months in. I get on TV. I get on this big show. Yeah, and I ate a dick. Oh, my God. You're like Here you are
1: thinking, you're like, I'm already made it. I'm, Yo, in, I'm in, in six I'm months. In LA. I'm Hollywood.
2: I'm in L.A. I'm meeting Marlon Wayans. Holy sh- Wow, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross. Dude, like, how was, how was
1: uh, meeting Marlon Wayans? Because I think they're one of the most overlooked comedic minds of all time.
2: Um, Marlon 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 was cool He didn't really like Say much to us He took a lot of pictures With us And he was like Real like You know Hey what's going on guys But I didn't really get to have Like a big conversation with him
1: Because one of the My favorite movies was Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get you sucker by the right. way. Mm. and I mean, just the whole family through yeah. and through is just hilarious. I mean, yeah. Living Color was one of the funniest shows ever on TV. Have you watched it recently? Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I, yeah, it's like it's like when you watch Teen Wolf in yeah, 2016. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, like it does this is an age. Well. It's like everything's got a place. It's, it's like Mad. T- it's uh, it's better than Mad TV, right?
2: I, I mean. Which season
1: of Mad TV are we uh, talking about? I don't know. He was a big Mad TV guy. Everything
0: has its gems, though. Mad TV
2: had its gems. Yeah, it living depends. Color had its gems. You yeah, know, it they have like more. runs. You like, know what?
1: Yeah. My favorite uh, gem of Mad TV is when the credits rolled, though. Oh, boom, boom.
2: Come on, good. Phil Lamar and uh, what's what's the Will, Will, Sasso? Will Sasso? Sasso with the Sopranos? S- 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 next, yeah. B- next to
1: Billy Zane, best name in Hollywood, but it just didn't work for him. No, he, he I bet you so he good. thought he made it big when he was the uh, mover in Billy Madison.
2: <laughs> Come on, you you're right. gonna hit that guy. Remember, remember that sketch he did with uh Steven Seagal, yeah, and he would just go All
1: right, okay. Come yeah. on. the Sopranos, okay. you know when he's, he's, yeah, that's great, yeah. that's good stuff. <laughs> what about Frank?
2: The, Will Sasson. the beginning of Frank Kelly Endo, not Frank Kelly Endo now, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, beginning yeah. Frank Orlando Jones was on that. Deborah Wilson, uh, who else? There was, some, there was some good times. The there original Ari Spears first couple seasons was okay, and then toward the end, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm already. I, I've he already, was, He's he's a jerk.
1: I've heard pop and buzzes for the last thirty seconds because I have no no idea about Mad TV. It oh. always just gave me the. Ah, it was like you know when the like you have that one grandparent that has like a dusty house, yeah, and it's like stale bread and a nine watt bulb in every lamp. Like that's what it well, remind see, me. You of- know
2: what's funny when uh, Mad TV was like really popular. And at the time, I would go between Saturday Night Live and Mad TV. And to be honest with you, if Will Ferrell wasn't on screen, I was going back to Mad TV.
0: Yeah, Saturday Night Live was overrated for a long. Well, they time. always go seven it minutes, was. way too long
1: with their skits. Yeah, yeah, and some yeah. of them. It's like, hey, um, it's here's two minutes, and now let's just drive it into the ground for the next four minutes.
2: Yeah, I can't, I can't say anything bad about them because I I'm actually friends with some people on the show. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just have, uh,
1: I have, you know. Listen, I'm gonna. I know uh, the head writer. <laughs> that's why we. Well, you, they should have your ass on there, buddy.
2: No, nah, they He has no control over that. He has no control over yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it seems like they could use you nowadays. Yeah, yeah.
2: They have no control over that either. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, we won't. We won't ruin Nigel's career. Gonna <laughs> at mess, least, mess at least up my political. At least ties. somebody might make it out. But that's but, you <laughs> know they've got better people now though. Okay. I just want to put a disclaimer right. right here. Nigel's not saying this. Uh, but it it just it sucks, man. That like. I'm not saying you're doing this, but mm-hmm. everyone's got to just suck everybody else's farts in the business, and That's no one else, nobody really else. Do. Oh, he's beautiful. He's great. Oh yeah. 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 Who you oh, know and yeah, who you blow. Well, I
2: worked on his thing while well, everyone turns around and they're like, "Yeah, that guy's a fucking asshole." No, I will say if somebody's a fucking asshole. Don't get me wrong. I just don't want to say anything it, about Saturday. But I would lie. say, in,
1: in general, the people in the business—yeah, to—I mean—to ruffle feathers would be very—you know—it uh, wouldn't be uh, good for your career. But a lot of yeah. people just—it's—it's like Faye It's like, fa- it's like uh, going to Wellville. You know, right. everyone looks like they have a chip in their head, and they're just like.
0: Everything's great How are you? And everyone's <laughs> gonna do something for you
1: And then like Hey I got this oh, great
0: my. opportunity and you're like cool Like yeah, somebody's I'm gonna clean this. the bathroom How many We're
1: times have you to... been
2: big timed? I've been big timed plenty of times Like 2,000 times probably? Everyone's like, like a lot Because people Number one People don't know what I've done So it's like They like try to big time me And I'm like Okay. <laughs> They're like, bro, I got this thing, this idea. Listen, not, I know I don't know what you do yeah. in your personal life, but I got this big idea and it's gonna be bigger than anything you've ever done before. Uh, it's gonna be this thing at Maguire's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
1: yeah, he's like it's gonna be groundbreaking at one-eyed jacks. Yeah, yeah somebody's
0: like hey you want to be you want to be in my show It's like yeah, it's like it's out at this pizza hut in Parsippany Tuesday at yeah, 6 I'm like get happened. the fuck out of
1: here. Yeah in between the tire rotations at the Jiffy Lube, We uh, we yeah. do a little stand-up we do a little sketch act. I love when people tell me what I should put in my act Yeah, you know what you should do Because they because uh, whenever I bartend. Mm. Oh, you do comedy. Oh, you know man. what you should do with skit on well You're already in it lady. You're the skit now because you're telling me
0: what's up or how about the person that's like oh what you think you're too good for it it's like no i know i'm too good for it now get the hell well, out of you know of here. what
2: the yeah. funny thing is about like stand-up in general i'm getting very meta on this but stand-up's the one thing that everybody thinks that they can do mm. because they think it's easy enough to do yeah you
1: know? do you think it's that they think that it's easy or they're yeah. they're, they're, they're they, think they don't they're have funny. they don't know that they're not funny
2: well it's like this if you can't sing
1: <laughs> then you're not going to be a singer, yeah, probably yeah. not, right?
2: But if you if you have made people laugh before, they you say, "Hey, I think I could really do this.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of funny," yeah, yeah, or there's those people that are like they're funny with their friends, and they step into yep. it, and then it's like, this yeah,
2: this is like Mortal Kombat. Now.
1: But then everyone kind—I of, mean, everyone starts like that.
2: I think everybody thinks like i, I don't think I started like that. I think didn't were you a funny dude in high school? Like, I was, like, the fifth funniest person in high school. Yeah. Like, I was very sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I went to, I went to Half Hollow Hills. So, it's like, you know, yeah. I really thought, and, like, it, I watched a lot of comedy. Like, I was a really big fan of comedy. It, I didn't want to get into comedy until uh, my friends started doing it. So once I saw him started doing comedy, I was like, all right, we're going to leave. You know, we're going to get out of high school and we're going to take over the world. Yeah, that's what you I You know, like that. people kept telling me, oh, man, you should, you're should. you funny. You should be on TV. I was like, really? I've always wanted to be on TV, not necessarily do stand-up. See, my thing was always but I you, wanted – But you
1: get a lot more attention doing stand-up you be funny.
2: No, you get more t- attention doing TV than you do stand-up.
1: Well, what I'm saying is you need that f- – before you get the TV? Like, because no, it doesn't help you get it more TV?
2: No, it doesn't. Because to be honest with you, I've got more stuff without stand up than with stand up. Yeah, I do stand up just because. All right, well, the I'm, show is canceled good. this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to <clears throat> like this task. The show is so canceled this Saturday. All right, you know. no problem. He's like,
1: hey, guys, you don't even need stand up. You don't need me. All right, show do like, Yeah, like, done.
0: Do, do you feel like, when I first did stand-up, I mm. thought, oh, I'm gonna do this one set, they're gonna be like, this guy's the funniest son of a bitch ever and sign right. me up. Did you feel that, like, you got better over time? Like, you really kind of... Yes. I didn't believe that was possible. I didn't you, think you, you could you get, get, like... You get better
2: if you watched it. Like, I have tapes of myself from, like, 2008. Yeah. And I have tapes of myself from, like, years ago and you get better over time you become a better performer you become a better joke writer you become better everything it's it's just repetitions it's just like if you go to the gym you keep working at it you're gonna get better like I always tell I always tell the story about Michael Che Michael Che he's only been doing stand-up for six years probably seven he got SNL he got on he became a writer on SNL four years in yeah you know what I mean like Like, it happens like that, but Mm. then there's other guys that have been doing it 20 years, 30 years. Like, you know, I used to, like, Leslie Jones just got on Saturday Night Live recently. I remember watching her on BET in 1998. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, the journey for most people, like, think about it like this. Like, let's say in the next three to five years, I actually become something, right? And people are going to go back to like, oh, that's this. oh, he was on the get down. Yeah, he was on this. Like, I used to do the same thing with Jim Carrey. Like, when Jim Carrey, like, at the height of Jim Carrey's popularity, I was like, let me go watch the old stuff he did in the 80s. Yeah, like, Earth Earth Girls Girls Are Easy, easy, Once Bitten. With Jeff Goldblum. Yeah,
0: like, and all this other stuff. My first time doing stand-up is like being an SS soldier. Like, I want to move to Argentina and have nobody know I was involved with that. They're like, hey, that's Tony. B- no, no, no. My name is something completely different.
2: It's Tony Baloney.
1: Um, so the first time I ever did stand-up was at the Brokerage Comedy Club. Okay. Was, I'm sorry. We're getting back to this. I was seven. It's okay. It was, I was 17. You are our guest. Trust me. He has to hear me talk. Okay. Just uncontrollably. not easy. Um, But I was 17 years of age. Oh, that sucks. It was right, I, I, how old are you? I'm 35. All right, I'm 34. Yeah. So it's right around the same time. Yeah. So I did one was 17, and it was just as soon as they passed the smoking ban yeah. indoors for uh-huh. bars and shit. So, um, I was like listening to Andrew Dice Clay like a maniac oh, at the yeah. time, and he made that and, mistake. And, it,
2: oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, so
1: what happened was I got. I got about seventy-one of my closest friends yeah. to come to the sh- no joke. I brought like fifty-something yeah. people. That's what happens me. when you first start, you know, because I was like, you know, I was a class clown. I was, yep. I was voted the class clown and blah blah blah. And you know, I just like Tony was saying, you think you're the funniest fucking guy in the world? You're 18. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. And and it came back to me. But when guys were like, "Yo, dude, come back when you got some life experience," exactly. That's what they told me. Yeah. So then I wound up just know how to hate life and now I'm yeah. back in comedy. But <laughs> so everyone's in the in the place. I. Um, I I we go to uh you know what Bo- year was this? Give us a year. 2001. Nice. So we go to Boulder Creek first. to drink like six beers. Oh, Jesus. Um, go to the bar and <laughs> I'm waiting to get on. And I know like I know my skit like the back of my hand. And my uh-huh. buddy Tom comes up to me, uh, the Greek freak, who's also on this show, comes up to me and he goes, Hey, he's like, uh, you know, Are you a little nervous. I'm like, Yeah, I'm nervous. Yeah. He's like, All right. Get some shots. So he puts like <laughs> three tequila shots in front of me. I don't even drink tequila and drink the tequila shots and uh I get up on stage and everything's cool for about the first thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. And then I get drunk. Like oh, blackout. No. Like, you know when you try to oh, talk no. to a girl the boy. I get her. So um yeah. This I start doing horrible. thirty seconds this um I go. I start off by going. You know, when uh, when you first do comedy, everyone says uh, picture everyone in the in the crowd naked so you um, don't get nervous. I go try doing comedy with this fucking guy naked in front of you. I point to the first guy in the in oh, the. In no. the g- by the way, I go. His ass looks like two hams fighting over a milk dud. Oh no. Now the guy's like in better shape than I am, yeah. and I'm 18. he's not like, even it's a fat so guy. Yeah. His wife stands up. He's like, "You're an asshole." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, <it> looks <laughs> like somebody <laughs> fed that gremlin after midnight." Oh no! So I decide to start swinging the microphone. Around. Around. Oh no, it slipped out. <laughs> no, I'm, oh. I'm going. Oh, no. I'm swinging it around like a lasso now. Yeah, and now oh. the the uh, the MC comes up. Yeah, and he Who grabbed... was it. Who was it? I don't know. I had oh. no, I don't even know whose shoes I had on. Oh my god. So gosh. he grabs the microphone yeah. out of my hands and he's like, All right, that was Eric. Blah blah blah. That's funny. I leave stage. I come back. Uh-huh. I grab the microphone. Oh no, like, I, I, I got a small dick. I was uh-huh. like Bobcat Golweight meets asshole. That's So funny. um I yeah, it was the worst. I'm ever. mad that
2: you could actually remember your set. So, uh, actually,
1: <laughs> the only reason uh yeah, yeah, I wish it was recorded. So um as soon as I leave stage, 50 of my guests decide to get up from okay. their seats like the and endings. leave. Wow. The comedy show. Wow. So about two weeks passes by. I'm at the local bar. I'm never doing comedy again. Yeah. Uh, my buddy goes, hey, why don't you look at like, you know, uh, like an open mic, you know, something not right. that big. You know, I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. So I grab the Nightlife magazine. I'm reading a write up about the Brokerage Comedy Club for open mic night. OK. I read it. It says Eric E.W.R.E.C.K. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're talking about me. Yeah. I got a column and a half write up. <laughs> oh, no. Eric Casson is a sweatshirt-wearing, beer-swilling Andrew Dice Clay hack who has no sense for performance or organized wow. thought.
2: Now, who my, wrote it?
1: I don't know. We got to Google this. This
2: has to. be by the, somewhere. I, by the
1: way, I quit drinking about seven years ago, so I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember a lot of my life, yeah. but it was good. It was I was hit of, by a car, so I don't remember shit. It was a lot of fun. Perfect.
3: <laughs> Perfect. We don't know anything, yeah.
1: um, but Concussion. when when I got up on stage, I was drinking alcohol at 17 and yeah. I had a cigarette in my hand and the, oh, and the no. MC takes it out of my hand and I light another one. And I was like, yeah, I know you're not supposed to smoke on stage, but I'm a
2: badass. Oh my god. That's what happens when you watch shit too much dice, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way too much dice. Oh, would, oh my god. But we've all made those mistakes like in the beginning. Like I thought I was Chris Rock, man, and I would I would scream. Well, you
1: kind of need um to know that that's not you. Yeah. That's the process, you know? Find it's your like uh, to say. I mean, like I hate when people go, "Well, what kind of comedian are you?"
2: I tell them I'm a, a short ni- Irish one. I tell them I'm a nicer Patrice O'Neal. I got a buddy of mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a Yo, Pat- buddy of mine.
0: guy's one of the funniest guys in the city. He got uh, banned for life from the comic strip because he's on stage. Name, name, name. Uh, I can't drop names. Uh, but uh, So he drops. He has a set where he drops his pants down. Oh, my so, like, God. It's like part of his nuts are hanging out of his underwear. Oh, no. And they started giving him trouble. He just, psh, just gave him the old shocker right there and then. Oh,
2: no.
1: Uh, Patrice O'Neal is one of my favorite comedians. Yo, Patrice was
2: always an asshole to me, man.
1: I couldn't. I couldn't oh, whoa, whoa. You, yeah. you met Patrice O'Neal? Yeah, I've met Patrice O'Neal. Okay, why
2: would... <laughs> Was he an asshole? He was just like if you're new and starting out and you like you get the you know, they always tell you never meet your your idols. Yeah. Never meet your heroes. Yeah. That's one of the people that's one of the people I, I always used to walk the other way because I would see the way he would just like yell and make fun of people. Like I had a whole conversation this past weekend about Patrice yeah. and how he used to like berate us. Like the young black comedians, like, oh, you fucking hack. Oh, God, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I had a friend that used to, um, I had a friend that used to perform with a bear, and the bear would just sit on stage with him. And it was, he was just doing some kind of weird shit. Yeah. But the bear would just sit there and, he pulled the bear out in front of Patrice and Patrice like, what the fuck are you going to do with that shit? Yeah. This shit, this shit is, this, oh, oh, this fucking hack ass community kept complaining and screaming. We're talking about a stuffed bear. A stuffed bear. Okay. Regular First stuffed about, bear. pull the bear out of No, no, of, like, Jesus no, no. Christ. No. no, this bear's too huge to pull you him out. Be you want out with Siegfried and Roy? Ah, ah, ah. So here's what happens. So my friend goes up on stage and like I always told him, I said, listen man, you need to make that bear talk because it doesn't make sense <laughs> to have the bear on stage. But he thought it was hilarious just to have the yeah. bear on stage. And Patrice goes, the fucking bear doesn't even talk. He's like, oh, God, this hack-ass comedian he brings a bear out. The bear, the bear is heckling you. Dude. You got upstaged by a bear.
1: <laughs> I just played uh, last week on the Valentine's Day episode. I played uh, the whole uh, Keeping the Pussy Hostage uh, skit. Oh, wow. I, I'll tell you this, man. No one cracks me up like Patrice O'Neal. Yeah. He might be one of my favorite comedians of all time. I'm a big uh, Patrice O'Neal. I love, actually, Cat Williams. Until he lost his mind, like the first, the, he, yeah, p- the Pimp Chronicles, pimp like the chronicles first one, one about getting yourself some yeah, white friends, yeah, and like you marrying bleach I, I, in the laundry mat with a yeah. Spanish girl wearing a uh, tux. Uh, what is tuxedo it? Tuxedo su- shoes? No, no, that's Patrice O'Neill. Oh, one of the fa- <laughs> fucking best lines of all time. Patrice O'Neill's like this. All this go back to Africa shit. Yeah. What the fuck am I gonna do back in Africa? Other than get stuck in some fucked up war S- wearing sweatpants and tuxedo, and tuxedo shoes? shoes. And the first time I ever heard that, I spit the drink out of my mouth, yeah. and it came through my nose, and I was like, "Cause the visual is yep. so fucking good."
2: Or, or when he used to talk about keeping receipts. Oh, Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this, man. The best uh, he made, Open Anthony.
2: for me. Yeah, he did. And he I, really I did. go back
1: and I listen to Patrice's old stuff oh, my God, all the time. It's
2: so good. Do you, you Patrice? I'm, I'm a George Carlin guy from the old days. Why? Uh, Bill, I'm a I, Bill Burr Carl, guy. In Carlin's the new days. cool. I've, I've seen Bill Burr before. Like I like Bill Burr's. First two specials. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, what, what do you think about this? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're still, um, I mean, like, listen, when you get to Bill Burr's status. Yeah, Bill You Burr get to Chris Rock's status.
2: But like, Bill Burr, like, it took Bill Burr a long time to, like, get to where he need, needed to be. But like, like, it takes a lot of people a long time. You yeah. know? What I'm
1: saying is when, you're, when your belly's hungry, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to create. Like what are you going to talk about Like how You know like all your bills are paid And like You know like Right good, Usually good comedy comes from strife Right And goes like People always like Ask me they're like, Do you want to be Do you want to be famous By doing comedy I go no I go I want to make Five million dollars And then I want to retire Exactly At 42 And I want no one to know who
2: I am Exactly That's exactly yeah, what I, I want I want not, I think you can. you can I mean where is Dan Cook now apparently, <laughs> well, we, apparently saw, we talked about nervous. it last week it oh, looks dude. like he
1: ate the old dane cook and he has an 18 year old girlfriend dane cook nice and he's uh apparently nice. he's at the comedy store all the time in california
2: yeah they do that a lot they're just like he's Chappelle just Chappelle like, used to pop up at a comedy store all the time
1: well i heard on joe rogan's podcast and shit that he used to i mean when dave kind of said no to comedy central went to africa and all that yeah. shit and came back he would just do comedy he, in the park
2: he would do three hours of comedy
1: like see, I have a I have a problem with three hours of comedy. That's just Dave being on, he, on stage he did for three hours. 24 hours, a hours
2: of comedy. It's like a filibuster
0: for
1: God's sakes. Yeah.
2: Like he Was he, he trying to stop a bill? He would just sit there and some of it was comedy, some of it was him ranting. <coughs> some of it was you know well because I
1: the reason I think it's like when they say he did comedy for three hours Dave is a naturally funny guy Dave was Dave was, guy. Dave, Dave was just Dave Dave was just was being for Dave for three hours exactly because when you get to Dave's point it's not long, you're no longer doing stand-up you're no longer trying to memorize you're having lines. A conversation. you do, you're just up you' you've gotten to the point where you're hanging out with your friends at the bar mm-hmm. or hanging out with your friends in the car on the way on the way to a vacation making them laugh making them everybody crack up. The way you make your boys laugh—that's yeah. what you're doing on stage now, Basically. and you're doing it at such a pace
2: where you fucking—you're just killing it. Yeah, it's that ten. And tenth- people actually like you. Because <laughs> you can kill and people not like you. Yeah, you I know?
1: mean, you know, one of the most unliked comedians right now is Louis C.K., who just snapped his carrot. I mean, did he really do something, anything that uh, bad? You, yeah, but
0: see, you got to look at it this way too. I do, mean, you know what happens funny. now that's acceptable? That in ten years they're gonna uh, be like, that's not. And like
1: when you did it, you didn't really think you were out of come line. Come on, it's kind of I mean, weird. Yeah, he's a little weird, but he, he
2: pulled his dick out and, and finished in front of a woman. I mean, come and on. And he's not, and, he, and he's not the best looking guy. Where you get away nah. with or something, you know? But like, see, I wish I knew that he was into that shit because I've auditioned for... <laughs> what are you I've trying aud- to tell us? I've auditioned for <laughs> Louis C.K. about three times to be, get on that show. Had I known all he needed to do was fondle himself a little bit while I audition, then maybe I would have got the part. That's all oh, I'm saying. Mr. Fullerton,
0: we're bringing you back in for a second interview. Uh, That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Bring a napkin.
2: That's all I'm saying. Listen, I, I know you like to do the funny shit. It's all good. Just pay me and we... I keep my watch, mouth shut.
1: Watch. Blasts keep clacking, waiting for you to break. make you
2: first
4: mistakes. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. You're like,
2: yo, Louis C.K. All these streets are watching. The I imagine have him having freckles and red hair. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's the French guy from True Lies. Do it sexy. Do <laughs> it sexy, Louis C.K. Um, all right, is it's there uh, five million dollars in that bag. We know
1: what time it is. What time is it? It's time to go to the voicemails.
0: Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system.
1: Loose Cannon Comics?
0: Is not available.
4: At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. You pick up that telephone. Hey, Eric. It's Uncle Mario. What the fuck? I'm listening to the fucking news over here. You fucking, this world's gone fucking crazy. The Olympics. They got the Russians, they got in trouble for uh, doping and taking steroids, all
1: this fucking bullshit. For what? Curling? What the fuck is curling? Uh, steroids. I thought they were steroids. Uh, steroids. That's our Uncle Mario, by the way. That's Uncle Mario. Uncle Mario likes to call up and uh, with
2: his segment, What the Fuck with Uncle Mario. Well, well guess what? I think he thinks he's funny. <laughs> and I think he wants to do stand-up comedy. It's Uncle Mario. What the fuck? I'm listening to
4: the... The news over here. you fucking this world's gone fucking crazy the olympics they got the russians you get in trouble for
1: uh, doping and taking steroids all this fucking bullshit steroids
4: oh, what, what the fuck is curling what they make up this fucking shit you know this is united states of america we go to olympics we make our own fucking sports yeah i got and i got this listen Joplin. Who the fuck throws a javelin? I tell you, when we were kids, we used to throw fucking bricks through the window. That should be a fucking competition. How far away can be to throw a brick through a window, especially to a storefront where the guy don't pay up? That's a fucking competition. Hey, you want to get a little risque? The world likes to be a little risque. You know, the Me Too moment. We should have a fucking pussy-eating thing during the Olympics. You want steroids? You take a fucking Viagra, and you see how long your tongue can go for. You make the girls come. The more they come, the simultaneous organ, that's a 10. They come once or twice, that's a 5 or 6. That's another Olympic sport. could be a fucking break. You know what else would be a little story? No, never mind is running around the speed. Your uncle,
2: All right, uh, your uncle he, is Vic DiBatteto. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, but yeah. If, it,
1: if it were a winter sport, oh, when your tongue god. freeze to the pole, a pussy eating contest. Oh my
2: god, that sounded like that sounded like open mic at McGuire's from Uncle Mario. <laughs> from Uncle Mario. <laughs> well, guess what? The, the, the pussy eating curling motherfucker. You know what the crazy? You
1: what the craziest thing about it? <laughs> yeah. That ain't an act. I, I know. That's, a, that's Uncle Mario. It, Just sounds, being you know, uncle Mario. But it sounds like he's trying to do an act. S- so he goes to me and he goes. um, he works with me behind okay. the bar, and he's like six foot six, so like nice. I, he, his tailbone hits me in the in, Is it the bar the from the Bronx tail? Yeah, yeah. He, Eric, uh, Cologelo, Uh So he, he goes to me, he goes, Eric, I was thinking the other- I love thing. Bronx tail by the way. I've been thinking about the Olympics and how fucking stupid this shit is. Yeah. Why well, don't, like, you know, I could make up a couple of Uncle Mario uh, categories, like, you know, like shit I would have in my fucking Olympics. So I was like, yeah, call me up. So there you go. A little uh, who throws the fucking
2: javelin? Uh, you're asking me? I think he would to his wife. He should have he should have, <laughs> hey, like, hey, think, listen to me over here. I'm eating pussy. Take my wife pussy. over here. Let me get a medal for eating pussy over here. <laughs> I wouldn't even get an honorable mention.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Tony's disqualified. Talk about licking the competition. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh yeah, so that that's that's Uncle Mario. And uh I believe I mean, have you been watching the Olympics at all?
2: Hell no. No, it's just why sucks. would you it's the winter Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I I like uh nothing. It's on in the yeah. bar
0: sometimes, so it's like the bar is kind of like one of those Orwellian TV situations, you're sitting there, it's like here it is. It's like yeah, all right, I'm not I, I don't want uh, to... uh,
1: And then you have the lady that comes in, and says, like, Did you see the figure skating last night? No. Yeah, it was on Did the Did you bar? see the figure skating last night? And then the other guy that's like, hey, that's you know that ain't a double axle. It's like, dude, you just you work at fucking Jiffy Lube. How do you know to uh, grade a double axle complete? You know, like I, the the correct way. It's like you just were rotating fucking
0: tires. How and what do you was know what with the guy scene does? Did you watch the figure skating? What was what the guy that looked like? Otho from
1: Beetlejuice. <laughs> you
2: see
1: that? <laughs> the the guys? No. Oh no, I've seen Johnny Weir or whatever his name is. He looks like the the judge from The Hunger Games.
2: We're gonna skate to one song and one song only. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's uh, What was that Blades of Glory right Yeah yeah. I've I never, I've never watched Blades of Glory So like If you had to go watching? out there right now Somebody yeah. put a gun to your head
0: Or offer he you a lot 30. of money How bad would you break your ass Trying to do that figure skating
2: I wouldn't do it I wouldn't do it I'm I, There's not a lot of black people On figure skates There's not a lot of black people skating If you Let's gave, just keep if, it serious If
1: you gave me hockey skates I would do a terrible I, I, I'm a decent ho- I I can skate pretty well yeah. I can't ice skate right. And <laughs> so, yo, You know what I'd like to take this challenge Get me in a single piece spandex. Mm. Let I can fuck I can throw almost throw my leg behind my head when I stand hey, anyway. So w- why don't we get down? Yeah, I'm not those, gonna do it.
2: I'll I'll i no, no, you you'll be one of I'll the judges. <laughs> I'll, look at this motherfucker here.
1: Hey, I'm in traction. You I'll, take me to you take me to the friggin' hospital in a fucking spandex suit.
2: I'm and, gonna I'm gonna laugh at you as much as the kids in Mighty Ducks 2. <laughs> and those <laughs> skates are like somebody put he, a big razor did. on the bottom he, of a kid.
1: Yeah, and I want to know why do the judges in the Olympics have to wear those big speeding skates? They do. Yeah, they're just they're just like they're the judges. They're not racing. The judges have to. They wear have skates. the race. They have the race skis on. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? Don't look know. at me. Right. And then people are breaking their necks in the G5 down. I haven't watched it. Really? I, I don't watch this, and, stuff. I mean, how are you supposed to fucking watch it when your iPhone tells you everything? It's like, oh, Marley Shirley just won the downhill. It's like, oh, thanks for ruining uh, my Tuesday night now. <laughs> yeah, what's it like at the bar after the Olympics are over? And the guy's like, I got the gold in curling. It's, yo,
2: bro, I got the gold in, like, jumping over a building with skis. Get away from me. I mean, I think the curling guy gets a lot of pussy. I'm, not, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, Mario seems to think so. I'm just saying. I think the curling guy gets a lot of pussy. Yo, hey, yo, hey, listen, this is my gold medal for curling. <laughs> Yeah, girls love a guy with a Swiffer.
1: (laughs) You know what one of the Winter Olympic events should be? It should be trying to afford and live in New York during the winter.
2: Hey, That should be that. It should make you
1: take the subway for two and a half months. It's a real long event. And just see who the first person to
2: crack is. Or or just, just be on the subway with the Showtime kids. Oh, man. <laughs> For eight stops and see how Hey, <laughs> how you doing? I don't want a real job, so I'm going to make my
1: 11-year-old son skip school and now flip on the subway that's traveling 102 miles an hour with a billion people on it that don't want to hear my shit. Right.
0: We now return to trying to get a seat on the LIR around 5 o'clock.
1: Our headphones are the greatest oh thing on the God. subway, dude.
2: On the, you know, on the LIRR. Everywhere, headphones. Listen, man, I made the mistake of, of getting on the train. That drunk train. Oh yeah. You ever do the drunk? Oh oh yeah. There's all. There's always (laughs) Lord of the Flies. Always, looking for, everyone's looking for piggy. Oh my god! There's always some couple that just broke up. There's yep. like some young white girl crying. You bet. There's you always bet. A, because some because her boyfriend head. called her a, a
0: cunt. Yeah. <laughs> you get on that train at the ten o'clock on the weekend. It's like they shot a Zima commercial in hell. Yeah. yeah.
1: It looks like a it looks like a uh, a club that's also a soup kitchen in Penn Station at night
2: now. <laughs> at looks, about four thirty. It looks like a marathon of Jersey Shore. Yeah, See, the last time I got
0: on the train, the drunk train, these two girls behind me were so drunk they're falling all over the place. I felt like the Uber driver. Picks up Cosby's dates I'm like Jesus Christ You know, you know So I Tony's know- like
1: So I threw him in my car And took him
2: home Yeah I went brought back To my place you know You know I know She's drunk enough To, to be DTF so Here we go <laughs> and you Check the back of her heels And they have all the Scuffs and scars <laughs> She'll be DTF Down to fall on the floor There you go <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right guys listen we got oh, this God. Saturday coming up we've got the Loose Cannon Comics comedy show coming oh, yeah, up I'm Nigel she, is going to are. be one of the comedians yeah. on Saturday 7 p.m. you can go to I hope to you like what we got, get your it. tickets right now ahead I say of the time N-word. Nigel
2: <laughs> a lot what do you got uh, what do you got coming up anything uh, other than our show anything other than your show uh i do have a show Off the top of my head, I have a show uh, March 31st at the same place your show is, the uh, Governor's Little Room. And I also have my own show I'm doing uh, about an hour set um, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Um, we'll be at the governor's little room again. Great. So, nice. um, just letting everybody know on Long Island, hey, I do do Long Island shows, but I'm mostly in the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So. All right, uh, Nigel. Thank you very much for coming by, and you can yeah. also catch us on Loose Cannon Comics
2: at Instagram. Also, can I can I plug my stuff too? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Go yeah. ahead. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at the fully T H E F U L L Y. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Nigel Fullerton. Uh, Also, if you want to catch up on some of the stuff that I've done, you can go to NigelFullerton.com.
1: Awesome. All right, guys, listen. You can also reach us at Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram. And remember, the voicemail line that is all over the United States, lifting the sewer on hell, 628 7474. That's a 516 628 7474. Also, go to www.govs.com or call up Governor's Comedy Club in Levittown, New York for the show this Saturday at 7 p.m. It's going to be a great time. $12 to get in. Also, every Thursday, a new episode of the Loose Cannon Comics. Be one of the 125,000 listeners a month. Tony, oh, people are yeah. actually listening to us speak. Yeah, they are. They, they are. like you guys. What do you think about that, Billy Zane?
0: Uh, I, gotta ah, tell you, I think Zane. it's great. And I got to tell you, just to recap, we. Are, I feel like I feel like the uh, the Wayne's World announcement. The show Saturday is uh-huh. going to be great. It's going to be a good time. Uh-huh. We got seven great comics. Uh-huh. It's going to be a firestorm, uh-huh. man. Everybody's ready to go. Everything's going to be awesome. You know, we got the permits for Wayne stock. We're going to come down there. All the bands haven't signed up yet, but we're ready. It's going to be good.
1: A Uh naked Indian man told Tony to do this. You're (laughs) not even really listening Uh to me, are you? I can say anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, guys. Have a good rest of your week. And remember, if you can't be good, be bad, baby.
2: We didn't even get to talk about Eddie Murphy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we didn't. Uh It's the greatest part about this show. We could, could, if, um... We we can we can talk to him if you like. Right, we can yeah, talk I to Eddie. Yeah, we can call him up. I <laughs> mean we can talk about him if we want. I was like, you want to talk to him? He's like, you got. <laughs> hold on, you got
5: Eddie Murphy's like,
2: fucking number? Yeah, I'm like, uh, I'll talk to him. I don't know what I'm gonna say. Uh, hey.
5: Well, the show's over, folks, but the party doesn't stop there. Go to Instagram at Loose Cannon Comics and check us out. Go to SoundCloud.com or your podcast function on your iPhone. Put in Loose canon Comics and get ready to laugh. Also, go to youtube.com, loosecannoncomics Cannon Comics, subscribe to our show to laugh once a week, each week. We'll see you next time, guys. And remember, keep your dick out of the dirt.